welcome back to Wings of Fire for Scavengers by Scavengers. I'm Carol from Back and Forth. We discuss anything and everything. Go check that out wherever you listen to your podcasts. So today on Wings of Fire for Scavengers by Scavengers, we are going to be discussing the book Dragon Slayer. And obviously there will be major spoilers for Dragon Slayer. But yes, I just finished this book and it was amazing. Like it's definitely one of my favorite Wings of Fire books now, if not my favorite. It is probably my favorite. I loved it. It was incredible. If I ever donate my Wings of Fire books or give them away, which I don't know why I would. I really do not want to give them away. I love them. I would not give away Dragon Slayer because it is amazing. So let's get right into it. Okay, so Dragon Slayer starts off uh with the pov of stone in the prologue and stone is trying to steal treasure with his brother heath and his sister rose and they go into this like enclosure with a ton of jewels and they gathered in sacks and then this dragon comes in and rose is like oh no it's her treasure it's the queen they were like how do you know but I mean, she had all this jewelry on, and she was really big. She was obviously the queen. So they ran out, and Heath and Stone and Rose all begin to fight the dragon. And Stone slashes it in the eye, or, like, shoves his spear into the eye, which kills the dragon, which we all know is Queen Oasis. And Heath runs off and tells Stone that Rose is dead. And... Stone runs off, too, because he doesn't know what else to do. There's millions of dragons, or so they say, coming out of the palace, and it's total chaos. So he leaves. Chapter 1 gives us the POV of Ren. Seven-year-old Ren, anyway. And Ren is, like, my favorite character in this book, because she's so cool. She's so feisty and ferocious, and she's, she's... she does what she wants. She does what she wants. And she rescues a baby dragon named Sky after she was going to be sacrificed to the dragons because of what the dragon mancers said. Of course, as we all find out, the dragon mancers are fake. They're a fake. They were actually treasure uh, robbers who robbed the dragons of their treasure. And they made a city and got apprentices. Apprentices. I cannot say the word apprentices to steal the treasure for them. But since they did not want to split the treasure four ways, only three ways, Crow Gorge and uh, Trout would kill the apprentice. So yes, their names are Crow Gorge and Trout, those nasty dragonmancers. Anyway, they sacrificed Ren because she found a book and read about, well, their secret that they were treasure hunters and they would kill off their apprentices and they had the list of the apprentices who had gone into the Dragon Queen's kingdom or who they killed off. So they decided to sacrifice her, and yeah, but she escaped from her bindings, ran away, found a baby dragon named Skye. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry about that noise. Um, anyway, found the baby dragon named Skye and adopted him. And Skye turned out to be Carol's brother, Castrol's son. Um, he had no fire in him, which, you know, that happened to Carol's brother, and he was found by the river while Castle tried to drown him uh, because Queen Scarlet told her to kill one or the other. She decided to kill Skye, but it didn't work. Um, and so she adopts him, and they grow up together, and he eventually gets captured by General Sandstorm, 
who, if I don't know if you guys remember, but in book five, uh, The Brightest Night, when the outlaws were attacking the stronghold, uh, Burn Stronghold, somebody, I, I can't remember the name, somebody, one of the dragons came to Smolder, where Sunny was, and was like, help, help, General Smol- or General Sandstorm is dead, obviously killed by Run, who poisoned him to save Sky. Um, Ren, to get to Burn Stronghold, finds a dragon. He's completely black, which means he was a Nightwing. And he was give, he when she saw him, he was being given an assignment. And I connected all these dots, and I was like, oh, it must be Deathbringer. Because Deathbringer's a Nightwing, and he's being given assignments. I mean, I know it's like two clues that don't... I mean, tons of dragons could be given assignments, but I think it's Deathbringer. And it turned out, my last clue was that Deathbringer was like, where are they now? And the messenger who was giving Deathbringer his assignment was like, rumor has it the Dragonettes are going to the Ice Kingdom next. And Deathbringer was supposed to uh, kill uh, the Dragonettes of Destiny, or some of them, uh, because he was an assassin. And he went to the Ice Kingdom to find them, of course. And he met Glory, and we all know what happened then. It was Deathbringer. And this was further proved when Ren ran up to him, and he thought he was hallucinating. And she accidentally stabbed him in the, uh, the part of a dragon's talon, the soft spot that they don't like, and it hurts them. And I don't know, again, if you guys remember, but in book five, Deathbringer, uh, admits that he is terrified of scavengers. And this would prove why, because he, he got stabbed, like, twice, and she was, Ren is so ferocious, she speaks dragon, she was basically threatening him. I mean, she was threatening him, not basically, she was threatening him. And she was just so ferocious, and he got scared, so he's terrified of scavengers. And she uh, she couldn't figure out his name, so he called him Murder Basket. She called him Murder Basket, which is pretty close to Deathbringer, so yes, it is Deathbringer. Um, so she flies on Deathbringer to burn Stronghold, and from there, he probably made his way to the Ice Kingdom, I'm guessing. So, yeah, then... The, the next POV was Leaf, and Leaf is, he, he was pretty calm most of the time, his favorite sister was Ren, they were like best friends, um, and when he finds out she was eaten by dragons, or so he thought, so they thought, he decides he wants to be like the famous dragon slayer that his other sister Rowan told him about. And his new favorite sister becomes Rowan. Or his second favorite sister. Not new. He loves Ren. Mrs. Ren. He actually talks to her in his head. But she begins to train him how to be a dragon slayer. Along with Grove, Mushroom, Cranberry, and Thyme. And he learns how to be a dragon slayer. Kind of. And they go to the Sky Palace to try and save Grove. Because the dragon mancers are about to sacrifice Grove. And they said if you do not want Grove sacrificed. You're going to have to bring us back treasure. So they all go off, and it turns out, though, that Mushroom is still on the map that Leaf copied, so they have to chase Mushroom to the Sky Palace. And so they find Mushroom in the Sky Palace, and he's trying to get treasure, and he he did end up with treasure, and he runs off. And if you remember in book one, when Tsunami and Clay first met Queen Scarlet, she bit off the head of a scavenger carrying treasure, and Leaf remembers an orange dragon, super big, uh, covered in jewels, flying after mushroom so that dragon or that scavenger 
that Queen Scarlet bit the head off of was Mushroom because she wanted her treasure back. It was Mushroom. So there's a lot of connecting the dots in this book between which scavengers are which and all that. It was super fun. So we also find out that the two scavengers that Starflight and Tsunami fought in Scarlet's Arena were Rowan and Cranberry. And the other two scavengers, or humans, I guess, that were in the scavenger pit, uh, one was named Cardinal, I forget the other's name, they were killed by, uh, in the arena. I think Tsunami killed one and the other one ran into a wall and died. Um, so, yeah, Rowan and Cranberry fought, they were the two females that, uh, Tsunami was, uh, talking about, and Scarlet was like, oh, the females are more ferocious, um, or I think, or it was either Peril or Scarlet who said that, but yes, Rowan and Cranberry are very ferocious. Um, Leaf tries to escape, he goes to the dinner party, and he finds Time there, and he tells Time to hide, and he begins to scale this rock column, and if you remember in book one, Clay rescued a scavenger from the rock column, he remembered playing at the dinner party, it was Leaf. And he drops Leaf off, and Leaf begins to realize that this brown dragon saved him. And maybe dragons aren't so bad after all. And maybe they're actually, some of them are actually nice. Uh, and so he goes to the city of Valor to find the dragon slayer. And he meets Ivy there. So let's go into Ivy. Ivy is super smart, and all she wants to do is make friends with the dragon, basically. So she meets Foxglove, um, a wing watcher, when she's following her dad, the dragon slayer, who is Heath, although we all know that Heath didn't really kill the dragon, it was Stone, as proved in the prologue. So Ivy's dad is Heath, the quote-unquote dragon slayer, um, and she meets Foxglove, and Foxglove takes her out, and they see their first dragon, and it was uh, Nightwing, although they, they call them Night Dragons, I think. I think so. And, um, Ivy begins to draw dragons, and she's pretty obsessed with them, and her friends Daffodil and Violet, uh, become wing watchers with Ivy when they turn 13, and they go out to, to spy on dragons, but they also find out that the banished wing watchers, um, Pine and, uh, somebody else, um, is Pine and this other person, um, are living in the abandoned village, the one that got burned to the ground when Heath and Stone came back with the treasure, um, and they're looking for the treasure, and Ivy finds it in this, uh, box underneath the tail barb, and the passcode to it is M-I-N-E, mine, which, super weird, but that's what it is. And they take the treasure uh, to um, the little golden dragon, which is Sunny. Uh, well, first they found the dream visitor, and Ivy dream visited Sunny without realizing what she was doing. And Sunny had Rose on her shoulder, and she that's how she realized that Rose was still alive. Even though, as we know in book five, it wasn't really Rose, it was Sunny dreaming about Rose. But... It's, it's how, uh, but she looked 20 years older, so Ivy knew Rose was still alive. And, yeah. So, in, if you remember in book five, 
Sunny came to the abandoned village, um, and she basically started making all these signals to tell the male, um, scavenger, who she nicknamed Fluffy, to go get the treasure, and then the female scavenger, who she nicknamed, um, Holler, was it Holler? I think it was Holler, um, was pointing at Sunny's shoulder, so Sunny thought that, uh, Holler <laughs> wanted to go flying with her, and the scavenger started getting all upset, but Sunny flew off with her anyway, and the scavenger got really happy. As we find out in Dragon Slayer, Leif went to go get the treasure from the tail barb compartment, and Ivy's mother ended up helping him. And Ivy was pointing at Sunny's shoulder, not because she wanted a ride, but because she was trying to mimic asking about Rose. And Sunny flew off with her instead, and Ivy loved it. She didn't regret that. She she loved flying on Sunny, or the little golden dragon as she called her. And eventually, Ivy and Leif and Stone make it to the, to the stronghold, and they find Rose. And Rose tells them about Ren, and Ren told Rose that Smolder's name was Smolder, and see, Rose and Smolder had, like, exchanged names, uh, Rose said, at the beginning when Smolder found her. Uh, he pointed to, like, the fireplace where the coals were going down, so she thought his name was Ember, and, um, if you remember in book five, Smolder said, his scavenger flower, which of course we know is Rose, pointed to a tapestry with these flowers on it, which were obviously roses, because she was trying to say that her name was Rose, but he called her flower. Um, so it was kind of ember and flower, but, like, they were ember and flower to one another, but their real names are smaller and Rose. Um, so that's how Lee finds out that Ren is still alive, and he saddles himself onto this dragon using the invisibility necklace, and it was weird. Ivy, that, before Leaf left, Ivy and Leaf realized they liked each other, and there was, like, this weird kissing part. I don't know. It was interesting. Um, he flew off on the dragon and found Ren and Sky. Um, and Ren was so happy that somebody in the world still remembered her. And Leaf, Pine, Ren, Sky, all those people uh, found a way to bring the dragon slayer, the real dragon slayer, out into the open. They flew Sky into Valor and they brought Heath over to the dragon and they were like, slay this dragon for us. And Heath was like, no, no, I can't slay dragons. Stone is the real dragon slayer. He needs to give the treasure back to the dragons. And everybody was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so since the treasure was already given to Sunny, um, Ivy's mother put a bunch of knickknacks into this sack that looked like treasure and gave it to Sky and Ren. And that's how that ended. And nobody respected Heath very well anymore. They, He was no longer the Lord of Valor. And they made sure, they made sure he would it ended up going to Commander Parker, the Wing Watchers. She, she became the, I don't know what you call Lordess? Lordess? I think they still called her Lord. The Lord of Valor. Um, and then they went to the village of the Talisman, where Ren, uh, had been sacrificed by the Dragon Mancers and Relief grew up with Rowan. 
and Rowan was there too at this point. Uh, she was in the jail cell, and Grove was with her. And Ren told everybody about um, the Dragon Mancer's secrets. Well, Sky basically threatened the Dragon Mancers to make sure they wouldn't lie. Um, and that was resolved that way. And Rowan and Grove became free. Everybody gr- went off to go live happily ever after and find that little golden dragon. Happily ever after, right? No. Because then the epilogue goes back to, to Undauntable, who Ren used to visit when she needed supplies and books, and she would trade his dragon scales for his money so she could buy the stuff she needed. And he, we find out that he actually loves her. Um, he was considering going with her when she came again. But the Invincible Lord, who was his father um, in the Indestructible City, um, said that he was going to find this girl and learn how, how to use her and her dragon because she if she can control the dragons, the Invincible Lord could do a lot with her. So that is Dragon Slayer in a really, really short summary. It was an amazing book and I really suggest it. Um, well, I guess if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already have read it. But suggest to your, to your friends who haven't read it yet, who love Wings of Fire because it is so 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 good i'm probably going to end up rereading it like next month because i'm rereading the books in order again so after i finish the series again i'm going to reread all the extra books again which includes dragon slayer dark stalker and the winglets quartet and then maybe i'll even start over again i'm so obsessed with the series thank you for listening to this podcast i hope you have a great day i hope you subscribe i hope you come back for more uh please go check out stay happy and back and forth uh stay happy is an amazing podcast my mom even started listening and she said she's going to start listening to it um like regularly whenever a new episode comes out um thank you for listening spread your wings and fly